It's time. It's time. It's go for two Super Bowl Sunday special time. Time. Welcome yeah. back, everybody. We are here. We are ready to roll. Five days away from the biggest sporting event of the year, Super Bowl Sunday. This is the go for two NFL special brought to you by the one and the only the Two Beers Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Any of our new listeners that might have caught us on uh, on Inside Boxing, brought to you by Dan Canobio. You know, this is our NFL special show. Uh, you know, we have our normal Two Beers podcast where we talk about what's happening in sports, movies, and entertainment. That drops later in the week. We have a couple more of these left, and I'm going to be sad when they go. Uh, without further ado, as I always say, you know me. I'm Drew. I'm the host. I'm why why everybody tunes in. My co-host Jordan. Drew, How are we, well, buddy? well done, well done. I am ready to go. Um, it's going to be a jam-packed day on Sunday because we also got the Daytona 500. Just <laughs> saying, just saying. The clash, the Daytona, the one. <laughs> oh man, the one with tires is heating up, heating up. <laughs> and then we have our football guy. Yes, Teddy sir. Rapantis. How we doing, Teddy? Doing well, man. Hey, two things. Number one, love that homage to Big Van Vader, former Colorado f- great football player right. and WWF professional That's wrestler. That's right. And Japanese champion, too. There you go. Number two, the Super Bowl. Biggest day of the year, but also a bittersweet day because it's the last Sunday of football for six months. Ugh. So it's a bittersweet day, but I can't wait for it. Uh, not with the Rocks League that's going to be kicking in, right? Uh, the USFL starts this year. The XFL is coming in 2023. Okay, there you go. That's uh, that's fine knowledge. I, I don't know if we have anything lined up, but I'm going to do it anyway. Do we got any story time with Teddy Rapantis today, baby? Uh, no stories this time. Nothing ah. on the docket. Nothing, nothing on, on, nothing the, on the docket. Nothing exciting. Nothing worthy talking about. Just that it took me about all of 14 days to finally get over this uh, NFC championship loss that the 49ers had last <laughs> week. So yeah. I've just been scouring uh, Twitter to find out what's going on with Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, what moves is Kyle Shanahan going to make to better this team. So that's that's really it. I've just been wallowing in my sorrows for about two weeks. That's, I got a, I got a pretty good story. Can I can I steal I, story time? Absolutely. Yeah, I was just going to say that's the real reason why they changed uh, – they, they put that bye week in between the championship game and the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> to let the lose, losing teams, you know, recover. That way they could enjoy the Super Bowl, too. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to now probably enjoy this a little more. If this game was last Sunday, I probably wouldn't even have watched. <laughs> anyway, what's your story, Drew? So, story time with Drew, baby. <laughs> so, there's these two guys. They run a pretty pretty successful podcast. Um, and they like to think of themselves as professional, well-prepared, well-researched. Uh, they talk about boxing, football, basketball, various sports, and oh, uh, apparently something big happened last week. The greatest quarterback of all time retired, possibly twice, and uh, I- I'm pretty sure they didn't even cover it on their podcast of current relevant events. I don't know what kind of <laughs> I don't know what kind of what kind of clowns would do that, but uh, yeah, I mean, what are you gonna say? I mean, what what are you gonna say though? Like, it's what are you gonna so say Tom Brady retired, said? and we failed to mention it on our regularly scheduled podcast. Any any thoughts on Brady retiring here? Go ahead, Jordan. Uh, I thought he was gonna play until he was fifty. I'm disappointed to see him go. Um, I I saw somebody do uh like a comedy sketch where they were 
portraying like a like a dumb fan watching the Super Bowl, and they're like, "Wait, where's Brady? Oh, wait, you mean he's not? <laughs> the you casual mean he's not? Fan. He's not in the Super Bowl every year? Oh, <laughs> that so that I got a chuckle out of that. Yeah, I mean, he'll at this point he'll be missed. You know, spent the first probably eighteen years of his career hating him, and slowly realized that he was a gem, and so he'll he'll be missed. I wanted to see him. I wanted. To, he just led the league in passing, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like potentially an MVP. So I going out on to, top. I wanted to see him keep going, but, um, yeah, that's my thought. It, yeah, it's was... funny you. It's funny you mentioned that. Uh, that that skit that the casual fan just being like, "Hey, where's Tom Brady? It's the Super Bowl." Because my my girlfriend, when I brought this up to my girlfriend, even even she, you know she doesn't watch football that much, but she's like, "Oh, I heard Brady retired," and she's like, "Oh, is he going to give someone else a chance to win the Super Bowl?" I'm like, "Well, you know, he doesn't win it every single year. It's not like he's there every year, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm with Jordan. It's going to be sad to see him go. It's an era of football that guys our age in our mid to late thirties uh, kind of grew up." With uh, the likes of Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers, Eli Manning, Drew Brees, all these guys have retired. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. All these guys <laughs> within the last five years have retired. And Tom Brady's probably kind of like the last guy of that crew. I mean, I guess you could throw in Aaron Rodgers. He's still around. But Brady, he's the best. Ever since he had that comeback against Atlanta, me being a 49ers fan, I always said Joe Montana was the best. But once he completed that comeback against Atlanta and got his fourth championship, I said, I don't care. This guy, it doesn't matter if he lost two. You know, this guy is the greatest of all time. And he just continued it with this. I mean, well, I'm saying with this, I'm sorry, the Seattle Super Bowls, when he won that one, then he then he pulled off the Atlanta comeback. There's no debating on who the greatest quarterback of all time is. We You know, we did our little list last week, but... Tom Brady's the best. Sad to see him go. What about yeah, the you, difference? Drew? The difference of Brady losing. What, he's seven and three, right? In the Super seven Bowl? and three, yeah. Like yeah. he's won twice because people will be like, oh, you know, there's contra- contradicting the NBA and the yeah. NFL. Like he's won tw- more than twice as many as he's lost. It's exactly. not like he's been to ten and he's lost double than what he's won. You know what I mean? So it's right. Yeah, it's it's a little bit different. Uh, yeah, I was surprised that he retired NFL. just because, to Jordan's point, the guy just led the league in passing and was phenomenal. Uh, I mean, even in the, the last game against, you know, the Rams, yeah, shaky first half, but Jesus, I mean, that bomb he threw to Mike Evans, you know, I, I thought he was going to... I thought he was going to keep it going for at least two more years. So I was I was pretty surprised when uh, there were whispers about it. I was like, ah, Brady's yeah. just yeah. I think he's just trying to look for a way to negotiate some more money out of Tampa Bay, and then it actually happened. So uh, I mean, he just came out and said, "Never say never." He's pulling that card. He's pulling the Brett Favre card. But I think everybody I mean, would probably hate him again if he did that. <laughs> yeah, he can't do that. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, the the guys. Going out 44 years old and putting up the season that he had, it, it's its unbelievable, man. It, it really is. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, pretty sure he'll – what did they announce the award? Saturday? Wait a minute. I, didn't didn't we cover the, the – because uh, didn't I bust out the stat that uh, Pat Mahomes would have to average 300 yards, no. which he's averaging 301. You texted for, that. We didn't actually for every, talk about I never, it. I didn't actually say it. He yeah. would have to – yeah, so he would have to maintain his 301-yard – Per game average for all seventeen games for the until wow. he was thirty nine or forty, and then he would pass Brady. <laughs> That's yards. crazy. Like, I, I thought Brady was going to come back out of spite because Adam Schefter leaked that thing a couple days early. <laughs> I thought this guy is going to come back out of spite and play another season. Watch like that would have been, and I, and I took that personally. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that would have been a hilarious documentary at uh, 
at one point. Be like, yeah, I, I was all set to retire, but then I got pissed at Shefty, so I came back another year and won another <laughs> Super Bowl. Speaking so. of documentaries, uh, that 30 for 30 on the Tuck Rule dropped uh, this past week. Is that any I good? That I out. didn't watch it yet. I didn't watch it yet either, but yeah. I heard it was really good. All right. All right. Maybe, maybe next time. But – all right, that was story time. Again, apologize, everybody, for uh, us dropping the ball on that. Maybe maybe we should start doing outlines like I keep telling you, J.O. Yeah, that, that would be a good <laughs> idea. I agree. Uh, all right, boys. Time for the niceties. Smoke them if you got them. The two brew salute. Three, two, one. Oh, uh, yeah. That sounded C- good. Curse splash. Yeah, Teddy, uh, Teddy's rolling a little Bobby Boucher today, so we're going to let him enjoy his uh, high-quality H2O with Mr. Insano over water there. Water Funny you said that. I was going to mention, <laughs> to mention uh, Waterboy, but yes, high-quality H2O on this end. Did I get that right? It's Bobby Boucher, right? That's his name? Bobby That's Boucher. Correct. Bobby Boucher, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J.O., what you rocking with? Uh, this is my last of my four-pack of the brew dog, or I'm sorry, the Dancing Gnome Pharmacone, so... Um, it's a pale ale. It's good. Tall boy. What you got, Drew? I got a double nectar of the gods. Oh, a double, double nugget nectar. Nugget nectar, bro. These are how? How is it? Scrumptious. Uh, is it better than the regular nugget nectar? Uh, I like. I definitely enjoy. I remember. I remember when you guys were making that big fuss about nugget nectar, and then I had it, and I was like, oh, I don't get it. What's the big deal? This. This is. This seems like a big deal. This oh, seems wow. like it was forged in a library with me- many, many uh, leather-bound books. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I dig it. I'm digging this. In the one. in the in the uh, bowels of Mordor and Mount Doom. That's right. Ah, uh, God, uh, one yeah, beer to rule them all. One beer to rule them all. And it's a tall boy, so. All right. Kudos to go. Wegmans, man. Wegmans, Wegmans, uh, wine and Wegmans landing that. Hell yeah, dude. Wow. Wegmans has every. I didn't even go to Canals to check. I was like, oh, let me check Wegmans. Wegmans had like stacks of them. Wow. So yeah, big time, bro. Big. All right. Big time. Let's let's get into the Super Bowl. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna roll around a little bit. We're gonna play with a little analysis, a little little top performer, some friendly wager props, and uh, our picks for the game. So, Teddy, let's start with you. What are the let's keys start. to victory? For the Bengals and the Rams, how do the Cincinnati Bengals keep the show rolling and get Joey B a statue in Cincinnati, Ohio? That's a good, a very good question. Because I, I was trying to dig deep on this thing to figure out how dig deep, dig deep to figure out how Cincinnati, one of the worst offensive lines by the numbers during the regular season, uh, is going to stack up against the Rams. Uh, third-ranked defense. I mean, these guys had the third most sacks in the NFL during the regular season and during these three playoff games have had five sacks through those three playoff games. Uh, You know, the Bengals, we know, they let up that nine-sack game against Tennessee. They let up two against the Raiders. They let up a couple last week. So Joe Burrow has, has, uh, you know, hit the ground a couple times, but these guys just keep on winning. And and the key to the game, I think, is for Cincinnati is keeping Joe Burrow – Upright, they've had a revolving door at the right guard position. Uh, they've been they've been kind of playing their starter, playing their backup, seeing what works and going with whatever works. And if I had to be a betting man, I would say Aaron Donald is going to be playing on that right side of the uh, the line and taking advantage, and he's going to wreak havoc on whoever the right guard is. So if you're if you're watching the trenches in this game, 
be on the lookout for Aaron Donald, see where he's lining up, and I think majority of this game is that's where you're going to see him because in these playoffs, the Rams, uh, you know, they were already a top run, run defense in the NFL. So, Drew, I know you were big in saying Joe Mixon's going to be one of the keys for Cincinnati. You mentioned it, you know, over the last couple of weeks that yeah. you, you've really liked how Joe Mixon has come on during this season and helped them out. If they want to get Joe Mixon in, going in this game, if they want to be patient with the run, I think they're going to have to work on that short screen screen game. Get a couple dump-offs going so Joe Burrow can get the ball out of his hands quick because this pass rush, uh, if they get in the backfield, they're either going to get a sack or they're going to get a turnover. So Yeah, and to, to that point, I mean, yeah. they and they, the, 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 the Niners had success. With uh, with those short passes in the screen right. game in the middle of the field against the Rams, something the Rams defense did an exceptional job against the Buccaneers. They just kind of let the 49ers just take advantage of the middle all they wanted. So yeah, I mean that's yeah. if the Bengals can find a way to do that. Obviously, you know we'll talk about the injury report, but uh, you know, well, but guy, uh, yeah, give yeah. give an update. Is the the tight ends playing right? Uh, for for Cincinnati right now, he's he's the only guy they really have on their injury report. Uzoma, he's uh, questionable. We'll probably get more information on that this week because they don't start practicing until Wednesday. This is Tuesday when we're recording. Yeah. But per per last week's injury report, he came out and said he's going to do everything can he can to play in the biggest game of his life. It was a sprained MCL, so we'll see how that works out. Now, I did say that the Rams, you know, they had the third most sacks this season. Joe Burrow was the most sacked quarterback this year, so. That's going to be the key to the game. Is is are the Rams going to get pressure on Burrow? Now he's been great under pressure. I mean he's he's been great in get, getting rid of the ball, getting it to his playmakers. But is he going to have the time? If he if they can't establish a run game, is he going to have the time to to what to see those uh, big play big downfield plays develop? I mean is he going to have the time to get the ball out? So Cincinnati might have to, early on might have to work on that screen game, the short passing game before. You know they get comfortable with letting one rip. Um, so, really, I'm always comfortable letting one rip. <laughs> Same here, man. I I don't make no bones about letting one rip ever. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, listen, the the Rams defense, uh, although they were bottom third of the league against the pass, they were sixth against the run, uh, middle of the pack when it came to points per game, and but and they were tenth overall in takeaways. So if and if you just go by the playoffs. The teams that were in the playoffs, they've been the second-best defense in the playoffs. They're only allowing three yards per carry on the ground. You know, they shut down the Niners. Niners only had 50 yards rushing, a team that's, you know, was one of the top rushing teams in the NFL. So the key right there for Cincinnati, if they want to win this thing, uh, somehow establish a, a, a run game early on because that, that's the only way I could see them. Otherwise, they're going to get in kind of a shootout, and we know what the Rams can do on the other end. Yeah, fun fact to your point on um – on where where you think Donald's going to be lining up? Do you know what the uh, what the Rams' record is when uh, Donald gets at least half a, records at least half a sack in a game? Tell me, baby, give me the stat. This year, twelve and one. Wow, twelve and one just this year. Yeah, just this year, twelve. When, and he, gets wow, so half, that, when he gets half a sack, half or, a sack or better. Yeah. And he's well, had, I think he's had three sacks in these playoffs already. So. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be the – that's if, if you're just like an X and O guy and you, you want to see what's going on in the trenches and what the key, actual key to the game is going to be, that's going to be the key to the game. For, in my opinion, for Cincinnati to, to have success in this one, they're going to have to figure out a way to contain the pass rush and get, get Joe Mixon going because that will that'll open things up for Chase and, and, and uh, Higgins and, and Boyd. And 
I'm going to be curious to see where Jalen Ramsey is. I mean, is, is Ramsey going to be roaming, you know, the, the field and, and just playing on, you know, whatever side of the field he's on? Or is he going to stick Jamar Chase? Because I know he's come out and said that he'd love to match up against Chase, but I'm sure he'll do whatever they ask him to do. What do you think about that, Drew, with Jalen Ramsey? Uh, this is why they brought him in. This is why they spent the capital to go get him. So, uh, I... I always, I always think the guy, the best, the best corner should follow the best receiver. I, I I've never, I'm never a big believer. Right, yeah, in I agree this. with I, that. Yeah, what's that? I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, I've never been a believer in. I play my side of the field. Like, I think that was a big. I think that was one of the knocks on Sherman, right? For a while, Correct. he yeah, never was, followed yeah. the best receiver. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, we'll. Yeah. Ram, yeah, Ramsey, Ramsey has to be. He can't, he can't try to cheat on on chase or on any throws from burrow because chase just did he's just so awesome right i mean yeah. he can ca- he can catch the ball and just be gone so yeah I, does his he's, talent he's, he's got to be too good for this he, he's got to be incredibly disciplined if he's guarding chase and the safeties have to be very aware of where jamar chase is at all times Right, because he could yeah. just take one to the house, right? Well, and right, especially Jordan? because if you think if you think the defense, the defensive line is going to be forcing Burrow out of the pocket, making him scramble, that's where some of these guys always do their most damage. Like you know, like you know, DeAndre Hopkins does all his best damage because you're broke, you're breaking coverage. Guys are afraid to hold, and that's where you know, that's where the best players can really, really make you pay. And so I can see Burrow being forced out of the pocket a ton with the defensive line. And, you know, Chase just trying to make plays happen. So, again, Ramsey's got to be incredibly disciplined all the time that he's on them. And then, again, I think I think the safety help is going to be critical. And um, it's been good. Is it – I always mispronounce his name. Is it Weddle? Weedle? The guy Weddle. who they just – No, you said it right. Weddle. Weddle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's been – I mean, he's been tremendous for the Rams here. And he came last. off the couch. He came yeah, off he just, the couch. Yeah, he literally, literally came off the couch. Um, hey, um, can I jump in? Yeah, I, come uh, yeah, get in. You got? I I know I said I didn't have a lot of analysis here because I just wanted to kind of do my normal jerk a hole st- self type analysis. But as you guys were talking, I was thinking about this more, and I just looked this up. Okay, so Teddy, you cited how the Bengals let up nine sacks against Tennessee, right? Right. T- Tennessee was a three-four front with a lot of like blitzing linebackers. Then they, the Bengals came, and then they won the game. The Bengals came back the next week and beat the Chiefs, and the Chiefs didn't have that many sacks. The Chiefs play like a 4-2, like, nickel base. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, then that, again, so they were able to not let up that many sacks against a 4-2 with a nickel base. So then you say, okay, well, what's the base for the Rams? And it's typically like a 4-3 and they rely on that secondary to hold pressure and Aaron Donald to get like double and triple teamed and that just allows the other guys I like this if you go look at the stats for uh like Aaron Donald's defensive line mate teammates like their their percentage uh of pressures is like also top five and top 10 in the league just because yeah he's he's drawing so much attention that and they're um yeah, uh, secondary is holding the receivers that those guys are getting so much extra time to and like such more favorable. Uh, yeah, because he's eating up blocking. two or three guys. Yeah, he's eating up, so there's always going to be a guy that's going to be ru- running free or a guy who's going to get a one-on-one matchup 
on a weak offensive lineman. So That's basically just elaborating on what you said, Teddy, but I'm, I'm wondering that if it's a 4-3 or if those Bengals receivers can force them into nickel, then yeah. maybe that maybe that's how they they can well, negate some of that pass rush. Also, two things you do with to negate pass rush. One, play action, and two, uh, just dump it off. Like the old school uh, running back screen, not like, you know, right. send them into wheel routes or send them one-on-one versus a middle linebacker or anything like that. But, like, let the defensive lineman rush, get, get downfield, and then dump it behind them to the running back, and you know they should have a lot of uh, a lot of green grass. But th- I'm wondering if you know those the green all- grass, grass grows. grows um, all those things combined, maybe that's a way that they can manufacture you know, kind of right. negating some of the pressure. Like maybe they get them in the front that they like, and well, then and then use the you know different formations and, and play action. And also the the running back dump off to negate some of that pass rush. I, I mean, yeah. it's it's not rocket science, but well, that, that's what that, are, will they be able to to pull that off? It's fun. It's funny you mentioned that. So so what I have on that is so basically what I said about both these defenses. Well, I didn't say much about Cincinnati's defense yet, but if you look at the numbers against the run, both of these teams are really good against the pass. The, both of these defenses were, were kind of middle of the pack for most of the season. What does that tell me? That we might, if neither team can establish a ground game, this might be a pass-happy, high-flying, you know, high-scoring game because both of these teams are not good against the pass. And now that you just mentioned what you mentioned, Jordan, uh, with what kind of formations that Cincinnati can run to get the Rams uh, to, to get off this, you know, stopping them with what they're going to do um, – both of these teams, they're number one and two in what the NFL calls 11 personnel, which is basically you have three receivers, one running back, and one tight end on the field at all times. That's called 11 personnel. The, the teams that ran that the most this season, number one, the Rams 85% of the time. Number two, the Bengals 78% of the time. And that's because this is from McVeigh. A lot of uh, an un- overlooked thing is uh, maybe we overlook three. It. The Two Beers Podcast. Sixty percent <laughs> of the time, it works every time. <laughs> exactly. Zach Taylor, the head coach of Cincinnati of the Bengals, actually was a former assistant of Sean McVay on the Rams. So these guys know oh, each yeah, other very well. Do we? I thought that we covered, we covered that we last did. week. Yeah, we you, did. you might have said that. The yeah. So, so these guys already know what you know. These guys both run this eleven personnel. Uh, so pretty much they spread the defense out. They force them into nickel and dime packages by doing this. So it's no surprise that both these guys have had this success running this type of offense. And it's going to be interesting to see the chess matches. Who's going to who's going to you know break first here? Um, Joe Burrow against the zone against a zone defense this year. He's actually one of the best quarterbacks against the zone. He's uh, if if you look at Pro Football Focus's uh, the way they break down. See, that's uh, where I'm thinking though, Teddy. That's yeah. why that's why I'm saying I, th- for them to rely on their coverage between right. Ful- Fuller, Weddle, Ramsey, and all that. I I think and Burrow is great against that. Well, I I think that they're I don't I think they're going to be in a lot of man, and I think that's where like which if that that'll that'll help them out. I think if they go if they go man, help who out? No, that that'll be good because Joe. Bur- Joe Burrow is so good against the zone the that zone, they might want to yeah. play more man. Right, so it's an adva- advantage Rams that they could play so much man. Yeah, correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And, and on the flip side of that, Matt Stafford is actually better against man than zone coverage. 
So both of these quarterbacks are good at one thing or the other here. You think? Do you so, think that's because he's played with two of the best wide receivers in the last twenty years? So those guys I think just so. break down their guys, so he just has to loft the ball. Do you think that's why? <laughs> well, he was the gr- highest graded quarterback against man. man. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. You know, I love Stafford. So, I can't. No, I know. I kid. Th- that's exactly why. Because I mean, jo- uh, Jordan said it last week with his. Uh, I mean. He, he compared Cooper Cup with some of his numbers to Jerry Rice, but if you look at the, the body of work that Cooper Cup's put together this season and in the playoffs, incredible. I mean, the guy's unreal, and he's a big reason why Matt Stafford has been so good against man coverage and, and that is, the addition of Odell. And that is a perfect segue into my keys for sure. the Cincinnati Bengals here. Um, for God's sakes, for God's sakes, do not lose Cooper Cup. We've seen the Cardinals, the Bucks, and the 49ers. Not as much, but especially those first two I mean, he rounds. Had two touchdowns. Teams <laughs> just losing Cup and him breaking out for 70-yard touchdown catches. Like, right. just broken coverage, just losing sight of him. Like, for God's sakes, Eli Apple. For God's sakes. But there's a big reason for that. Look at his route running. I know that. I, mean, no, no, I understand that. He's the best route runner. I understand okay, but that. like to Drew's point, like his route running, and that's why I, that's why I brought up Jerry Rice because he doesn't beat you as being the fastest guy or the biggest or the most physical. He just beats you with precision, and there's nothing you can do to stop precision, and that's how he beat the Niners. But to Drew's point, in the first two rounds, they just lost him. Like they just let the yeah, best. It, it wasn't. It wasn't route right. Last week, like against the Niners, I think route writing was was what Correct. really got him his opportunities. It was just busted coverage for the car, especially the Cardinals. But even with the Buccaneers, it's like, what what are you guys doing? Don't lose yeah. sight. Do not lose sight of number ten. Well, and if the Bengals, if the Bengals try to do what they did against Kansas City in the second half, where they limited. They limited Tyreek Hill. They limited Travis Kelsey. They limited Mahomes. If if the Bengals try that against the Rams, I think the Rams are just going to try to run the ball in that kind of scenario. Where if they whatever coverage that Cincinnati's going to throw at them in that way, they'll just run the ball. They'll be patient. They'll try to get Cam Akers and and uh, whoever else that is Sony Michelle going yeah. to try to establish some sort of a run game until things open up. So look for that. You know, if Cooper Cup somehow gets you know, stymied early on. The Rams are just going to try to run the ball. That's what I think. Yeah. And the and, hey. the and the one the one key for the the one key for the uh, the Bengals there is that they don't have to worry about the elusiveness of Pat Mahomes. I mean Stafford. Right. If you if you get there, if you get in the pocket and get him, like he's going down. That's how you get him. Teddy. That's how you get the Rams. Yeah, 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 Jordan. If you were playing against the Rams for all the marbles, would you rather go be? What am I trying to say? Would you be more scared of uh, Acres and Sony Michelle, or would you, no. or Cooper Cup? Right. So Co- Cooper I, Cup. I think, I, and I think so. Even if Cooper Cup is stymied, I don't think the Rams be like, "Oh, let's run the ball." I mean, they'd be like, "No, this is for all the marbles. Like, forget Cam Acres. Like, we need to, we need to get our best guy." I think I think at that point they start doing dump offs to Cup and stuff like that, just to get yeah. him going and like change up formations that's that's another thing with these two like bright young coaches I, there's got to be some kind of trickeration or just there will something be. crazy there going will on be. like all, maybe not both... trickeration but just different formations just to like screw yeah. with the other team's defense especially yeah. mcveigh's gonna bust something out he always does the one thing that i worry about is i mean we, you guys mentioned it uh, drew you had your rant on mcveigh both these coaches you know, they both had their blunders at, uh, at various times throughout all these playoffs. You know, McVay wasting all his timeouts. 
uh, going conservative against the Buccaneers, Zach Taylor, some of the game plan he had against Tennessee, and even the Raiders. So both of these coaches, although will take the big risks, go with the trickeration. But which coach is going to make the mistake here? I mean, there's, there's got to be a point where one of these guys is going to make some kind of blunder at some point. Yeah. Uh, and my other key for the Bengals is they have to avoid three and outs as much as possible, and they have yeah. to be able to flip field position. Because the key, to me, the key to the Rams is Stafford not turning the ball over and just making old, old Stafford mistakes. Um, forcing forcing throws he doesn't need to throw, interceptions, pick sixes. And the way to get him to do that is to pin them back in their own territory and pressure him and force him to make those throws. You know, we've seen it we've seen it the last few weeks where he's made a couple, but the other defenses haven't been able to cash in. And Cincinnati's defense has probably been the most opportunistic defense in the playoffs of cashing in on turnovers. Um, right. Outside of Apple dropping that one at the start of overtime, you know they've been pretty good at making sure they you know they take advantage of the the mistakes of the other team. So you know whatever they got, that's why to your point, you know even if they can't get the run game established with Mixon, use them in the short passing. Try to move the chains, even if you're not scoring on drives. Move the football so that you can put that you know you can avoid what the Buccaneers and what the Cardinals did, and have the Rams starting. On their, you know, on their own 40-yard line, on the 50-yard line, you know, make Stafford have to go a full 80, you know, and have some pressure with him. Um, I like that, Drew. That's in his point. own zone. I mean, I think, again, that, so I think that, again, that, that goes for both of my guys that I just said. For me, for the Rams, the defensive line is obvious. Got to take yeah. advantage of that, of that horrendous Bengals. But, you know, Stafford, it, it comes down to Stafford. Stafford just can't turn the ball over, can't have pick sixes. He just needs to have a clean game. He doesn't have to be outstanding. It just has to be clean. And, and uh, another point, Stafford and Burrow, both these guys actually have been very have played very well when they've been blitzed. So I don't see either team going for a lot of super blitzes in this because uh, you know Stafford has shown in his games the game against the Bucks. You know the game, pretty much the game winning setup to Cooper Cup against the 49ers, You know. He will throw the ball to the, to where it's got to be in the right. face of pressure. And Joe Burrow, another guy that if you send extra rushers against him, you know he's got one of the highest QBRs. You know both these guys, top three in QBR. Stafford is one. Burrow is three against a blitz. So it maybe both at this point both teams realize let's not send so many you know rushers to these guys because they're going to find ways to get the ball to their playmakers. So which t- which team is which quarterback is going to have more success? against, you know, more of a coverage type of play. And I think, honestly, that's Joe Burrow, in my opinion. He does well against that. Yeah. Great. All right, Jay, you got anything? I know we all kind of spilled um, in. Uh, we all kind of spilled in together. But anything else on your end for keys for either the Rams or the Cardinals? Or, um, sorry, the Rams or the Bengals? <laughs> Rams, Cardinals. I go, um, after Jordan, I got one more thing, too. No, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, Do it. Do it. Uh, Do offensively, it. <laughs> offensively, the Rams were a top 10 offense during a regular season. In the playoffs, they've been a top three offense. Uh, they've they've been scoring 28 points per game in these playoffs. The Bengals haven't broken 26 points in any of their playoff games. And here's a cool here's a cool stat: uh, teams that score 30 points or more are 24 and two in the last 26 Super Bowls. Ooh, so when you get the, cool. when you get the, 
when you get to 30 points, you're going to probably win the game in the Super Bowl. The Rams this season, 7-0 and when they score 30 or more in the regular season. So if, it's, if this is a shootout and the Rams break 31st, I mean, maybe both these teams break 30. Who the hell knows? I was going to say, what's, I, wonder, I, wonder, I wonder what that stat is. I wonder how many of yeah. the teams that have lost both have also 30. scored 30 in the last 26 well, years. Well, and, and that's what I said before. Earlier on this, earlier I said both these teams are not good against the pass. So this yeah. could end up being a high-scoring, pass-happy game. And uh, if you score 30 or more, especially if you're the Rams, you're going to put yourself you know, in a good position because both teams you know, are, are running the ball at under 100 yards a clip per game you know, in, the, in these playoffs. They haven't really established a run. So that, that's going to be interesting to see who's going to start you know, putting up the points here. Is it going to be the Rams or the Bengals? That, that's my key there. The Rams, I feel like, just have the offensive firepower to, um, get a, you know, make this a runaway at some point. Uh, J.O.? No, that's, that's it. Sweet. All right. All right, so some good analysis. God damn, you're not getting that kind of top-level analysis anywhere else but the go for two here. Exactly. Um, let's talk about just individual performers. Uh, I'm going to throw some stuff out. You guys throw some stuff back. You ready? Let's do it. Jordan. Yeah. Who's going to be the the big-time quarterback on Sunday? Is it going to be Burrow or is it going to be Stafford? At the end of the game, who's going to end up having the better better performance? Uh, I, I expect them to be very similar with the slight uh, – okay, this is this is where, like – Gosh, I don't know. No, no, I, I do know. I do know. This is this is this where is the, this is the part where I would have never guessed that the way the team won is how they won. Exactly. That, that is exactly right. <laughs> so my my head says exactly what Teddy just said. That okay, the Rams are probably going to be able to score, and the and the Bengals won't be able to keep pace. Is what my head says. So like. This could get ugly. It could end up being like a 21-point win for the Rams. That's what my head says. I'm going to go against myself because I've been wrong all year. So why go with my own analyt- my own analysis now? So I'm thinking that it's the same thing of the past couple weeks of the Bengals winning game scripts that like they should not be winning. And... It's going to be a weird game, like a middle score, not a big score. And the Bengals are somehow going to squeak it out, like a one or two points. So I'm going to say the quarterbacks perform very similarly, just like a weird kind of game, weird flow to the game. But Burrow kind of squeaks that one out barely. Teddy? I'm going to say... I mean, we're not revealing who we think is going to win right no, now. No, no, just who do you think is going to have the better performance at the quarterback? I think because of the flow of the game, Bur- Joe Burrow is going to end up having, I think, better numbers than Matt Stafford in this one. So I, g- give me Joe Burrow because that's all we've seen from him these last couple of weeks. I mean, the guy's just got ice in his Basically veins. Basically so them trying Joe to come Burrow. back and him throwing a lot. Right, right, correct. Thinking. Okay. Correct. Oh, God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Jesus, God, what's the world comes? <laughs> as, I'm wa- as I'm watching Chris Middleton, Jesus, of course. Uh, I think it's going to be Stafford, and I don't think it'll be particularly close. There we go. I think, I know, I know, I know all Joey B do- does is win, and he's undefeated in, in playoff you, games. I'm proud I, uh, of you. I just, I, I think the Rams defense is just going to come out 
with just ruthless aggression. Ruthless. I, think Don- I think Donald's not even going to wait till halftime. He's going to cut his he's going to cut his hand open and put it put the blood on his helmet to start the game. <laughs> and uh, I just I think it's going to be a, a rough day for for Burrow, even if they're trying to play catch up. I uh, yeah I think I think Stafford's going to end up being the. Uh, you know, when you look at the stat line and the flow of the game, it's going to be uh, a big Stafford. Yeah, Stafford will outperform Joe Burrow. Drew, I'm um, proud of you, man. You've come a long way from. Uh, I'd love to go back and listen to the anti-Stafford rhetoric to the point now you're picking him to <laughs> outperform uh, Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl. I love it. Um, who dropped that interception again, Ted? Ah, don't remind. Was it, me. Was it Tart? Oh yeah, because then Jaquist. they. Because then the Niners would be in the Super Bowl, but yeah, my 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 uh, my my anti-Stafford stuff was totally unjustified. <laughs> um, anyway, any hoodles. Uh, who do you who do you think's the high receiver for the uh, for the Bengals, Ted? Uh, to me, it's it's Cooper Cup. It's not even close, man. The, I mean, does he play for the Bengals now? Oh, I'm sorry, you said Cincinnati. <laughs> I apologize. I thought you said just in the game. No, 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 for yeah, the, the Bengals. Oh, okay. For, uh, I'm sure Jordan was going to probably say this. I don't know if Jordan was going to say this. Uh, although we want to say Jamar Chase, what makes me think that uh, – Don't speak for it, everybody. Something tells me it's going to be T. Higgins. Uh, That's because, my pick. Yeah, because uh, if, if Jalen Ramsey really is going to be trying to shadow Chase and shut him down and, and hold him hold him to uh, an average game, I could see T. Higgins having a breakout game in this one. Uh, J.L.? Um, again, going with my anti-pick against myself – um, I I think that the one star in this game that that shines above everyone else, I think it's I think it's the Jamar Chase game. Love it. That'd be awesome. I, 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 I love that he, too. I think he's going up against Jalen, and I love Jalen. He's great, but I, I just the more I watch Jamar Chase, I feel like I'm watching. You said Randy Moss. You said Randy Moss. Randy Moss. To like. I, I feel it. like I feel like he has the potential and to be a top five all time wide receiver. Wow! And, and obviously, I mean, look, he's a rookie, so that's that's a little bit ridiculous to say. But like, clip that. Actually, it's very ridiculous to say. But I mean, the stuff he did as a rookie, you just don't see that. Like, You're right. guys have good seat. Like, he's physically imposing. He's physically intimidating, and I I just I'm think I'm sitting here thinking about this. Okay, are the Bengals ever going to get this chance again? Well, maybe they they got a young team, so but, but they might it's not. So you never know. Hard to get to these things. He's like you know, he's kind of like a a hybrid of uh, Moss and Larry Fitz. Well, and, you know, and Andre you, Johnson, I think about too. Like Andre Johnson was was a yeah, he's, he's a, fr- Johnson, he's a fr- Did you guys yeah. hear who he modeled his game after? Though he said it no. this week. He no. he said he modeled his game after Des Bryant. Oh, go Des. So I mean, he's just he's just yeah. a monster. I mean, I don't ever feeling that way watching Des Bryant the way when I watched Jamar right. Chase. Like it, it feels like like when he's going up against a team, he's special and has eleven catches for two two hundred seventy five yards and three touchdowns. And it's like a kid in like a high schooler playing against junior high kids, and they just can't stop him. Like yeah. that that there's very few wide receivers I've ever watched that made me feel that way. Right. We it should clip that, and, and if, let's clip J- Jordan saying that. And if in five years, that's an old timer there. If we come back in five years and, and play that, I just, and, I uh, just, I, I feel like he's going to explode. I mean, this is like, I, I feel like put the league T- on notice right here. When To went to the Super Bowl, finally made the Super Bowl, 
and he had a broken leg, and he's like, I don't care about having a broken leg, and he just right. lit it up. I feel like that's he the showed type, up. Of perf- type of performance Fucking we're about Donovan. to see, and it's like, yeah, I don't care if Jalen Ramsey's on me. I'm I'm a freak. Like, try and stop me. I feel like that's what we're about to see. I'll tell you what, I would love to see that. I'm 100% hoping that happens. That would be awesome. Love it, love it. Let's flip it. Let's go now, Teddy. Let's go to the Rams. <laughs> Who who's who's the big time guy on the Rams this week? It, it's Cooper Cup. It's not even close because look look at his stats uh, through these playoffs: twenty five catches, three hundred and eighty six yards, and four touchdowns. I mean, are you kidding me? If he has seven catches on Sunday, he's setting the single season playoff record with thirty two catches in a playoff in NFL history. Uh, I'm sure Jordan's got some numbers or. or he brought up Jerry Rice. I mean, he's getting in Jerry Rice territory with the numbers in the postseason. I know it's a single postseason, but the guy's been doing great things since he got in the league back when I didn't even know who he was. You know, he's been doing great things since then. But it's got to be Cooper Cup for me, man. I I feel like he's just going to tear things up in this game. What do yeah. you think, Jordan? I mean, yeah, same thing, Cup. Um, it's just – you can't yeah. stop him. Who's containing him? Exactly. It's just the precision. Like you're gonna have to bracket him. Like I, I... even then. Yeah, even then. I mean, it's just like I said. It's like Jerry Rice. Like, it, like if someone is superlative in one area, you could be like, okay, like let's let's if he's super fast, like let's let's put a safety over top, or like if he's super tall, you know, be physical. Th- yeah. Th- yeah. Exactly. Be physical, or like, but. He's just precise. Like, how do you get somebody to mess up themselves? Like, I don't... <laughs> I think the great Conor McGregor said, precision beats power, timing beats speed, or something like that. He, he, he said that... Yeah. That, that, was yeah. the, that might be the quote, and that's Cooper Cup. That's what I see when I see him yeah, out there. That's a, that's a great quote to apply to Cooper Cup. Yep. Yeah, Yeah. I, I agree. I, I mean, what's his name? Beckham's been great for them um, since he got there. I just can't see how Cup just doesn't... As I said, don't lose Cooper Cup. He he's just gonna break away for just a yeah. huge play. And, and even even if he doesn't have a, a a high catch game, if he doesn't even if he doesn't have a lot of catches, he's gonna have one of those breakout plays where he'll get the ball, you know, right right past the line of scrimmage and run it. So either way, right. he's gonna do something. Um, this seems like a good time to interweave this in here as well. But um, so like my thinking side of me, not my emotional side, that's picking the Bengals going against myself. But my rational side, where the Rams actually like have a decent lead and keep keep uh, the the Bengals at a stiff arm distance away the entire game, uh, my my wife's cousin Skoranek, who had the drop touchdown last game, I feel like he redeems himself if they get him a touchdown this game. <laughs> That'd be and, cool. And, and he gets he it's I don't know like I don't know if it's like hey, I'm thinking I'm thinking the opposite Stafford <laughs> Sta- Stafford doesn't dare throw that guy. The wait a ball minute again. now if he wait a minute you need you need to put the word in that if he does score a touchdown he needs to bust out the two beers podcast hat oh out, of his, out of his out of oh head. why did we not think of this week Sarko? yeah you, you oh should bust that God. out I, I don't know him I've only met him I know you don't know him I know I know but you know somebody that knows him oh my God why <laughs> did we send this I guy a hat he's gonna he could be sipping champagne with cigar in his hat rocking a two beers hat jordan well listen what we good are you I, we i can put the word out to, to put the word out guest put some win. feelers out no no overnight a hat to sofi tomorrow <laughs> make it happen all right we'll do what, what, what do we what do we think obj's role is going to be i know neither of us met oh, none of us mentioned him but he's got to have some role here right i think he's having a good game yeah. i really do 
I don't want to give my pick away. So okay, no problem. But no my problem. my my pick is why I don't think he'll be as big of a factor. Got um, it. Or maybe not as big a factor, but the impact won't be the same as the Niners game. So I'll I'll save that. Um, okay. And I guess this is my last thing. Which which defense? Um, what about running backs? Uh, I think, but that's eh, nothing exciting there. Yeah, I it's think, gonna be a wash. I, yeah, I think it's a wash. So I didn't think anything. You know, and to me, it was you know the wide receiver. It's like which wide receiver do you think is gonna you know be more impactful? Um, right. Which def- Which I think this. No, I think this is a fair question. Which defense do you think is gonna have more turnovers? The Bengals or the Rams? Uh, g- give me the Rams. Jordan. Give me the Bengals. Hell yeah, the Stafford hater in me is going Bengals too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I didn't really think about it. I just wanted to say the opposite of Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Let's do some props. You ready for some props, boys? This is, the, this is the best part of the Super Bowl. Yeah, so um, I pulled a bunch of props, 15 to 20 of them or so. Um, and Are you, write, you writing these down? Someone got a pen, pencil, book? I got, I got them saved on my phone. All right, yeah. Let's let's record our picks here, Teddy. After the pod and the re-listen, record the picks. You got it. Track how we do. So <laughs> a, a couple a couple strays before we get into the more serious ones. I, I I was looking at some of the 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 novelty props, and this one came up. Will there be an octopus? <laughs> yes, None of us knew plus what fourteen hundred, and no minus twenty five hundred. I said, guys, do you know what the hell an octopus is? Never heard of this. So, turns out what it is is that a player scores a touchdown, and then that same player who scored the touchdown gets the two-point conversion. They So, they score eight <laughs> points on one drive, eight being for octopus. Go voila, figure. An octopus, yeah. Who knew? So, um, plus 1,400 for that. Um this was interesting to me only because I didn't even know who was singing the national anthem. M- Mickey Guyton is some okay. country country singer. I don't know. I don't know but who that is. The over under is ninety five seconds. That's really quick, isn't it? I feel like it's super quick, right? Is she is she does Aren't she like usually... fly through her songs or something? Oh, I assume Mickey. There's got to be guy. some backstory. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. That's interesting. That I feel like I would take the over on that. Uh, yeah, do, I don't know or don't care, but I always like to just point out what, what the over-under is on the national anthem. I didn't, I didn't grab the coin. The coin flip was 105 in both directions, so whatever. Um, right. All right. Now in no, 50-50, huh? In no particular order. And again, I grabbed a lot of Jamar Chase props because I'm just thinking he goes off and the Bengals, well, I'll save my, my final score prediction, but I, I'm, I'm, I went, my, I'm going with my emotion. Anyway. This was one of my favorite ones that I saw. Um, most rece- So, again, it's props. It's crazy stuff. Here we go. Most receiving yards, and it's two Rams versus two Bengals. Cooper Cup and Cam Akers versus Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon. Say that one more time. That's my interesting. Brain could, my brain couldn't function that. Mo- most receiving yards, you combine two players. Cooper Cup and Cam Akers, and Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon. That's very interesting, actually. Cooper Cup and Cam Akers is minus one forty-five, and Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon is plus one twenty. I'm going. I'm going with the Bengals guys. I'd probably. I'd probably. Ah, God, it's Akers even going to play. 
Well, he's yeah. going to play, but like he's one he's one mistake away from just being like, Sony, get in there. Yeah, how do you not go Cincinnati there? Because I feel like they're going to get Mixon involved in that screen game a yeah, lot. Yeah, Mixon, to me, Mixon's the key there because – I, I got you. Got, I gotta. I, I gotta believe that somebody's gotta pay attention to Cooper Cup in these playoffs at some point, um, and limit his 200 yard reception games. So, yeah, I, I think so. I, I think Mixon makes it uh, a Cincinnati pick there. See, see I yeah. thought this was an interesting one. All right, yeah. I'm just going down the line here. Um, all right, to to score a touchdown, uh, Cooper Cup minus 190. He, he's the most favored guy to score a touchdown in, in the whole game. Joe Mixon minus one hundred five, Cam Akers minus one ten, Jamar Chase plus one hundred. Interesting. Um, so I, I, I think, would take Jamar Chase there on that. Um, yeah. Would you guys take Cooper Cup to score at any? I would go Cup or Mixon. Yeah, Cup. I think Cup's definitely going to score. Yeah, I'd go Cup. Cup or Mixon. Same gotcha. here. Would be my first two choices. Gotcha. Um. Sorry. Hold on. Uh. Ben Skoranek to score at any time is plus 800. Let's no. go. You throw out a throw, five ski on that? Yeah, throw a five ski on there. Why not? Five ski. To score two or more times, Cooper Cup, obviously, number one, plus 250. Joe Mixon, plus 450. Jamar Chase, plus 500. Cam Akers, 550. Odell Beckham, 750. And that, what was the prop on that? To score at any, t- at any two, time? Two or more. Oh, two or more. Okay, I like Mean wow. Joe there. Joe Mixon? I like Mean Joe, yeah. If I had to bet on that, oh, Odell. Oh, Ooh. I'd like that. I, I, just think, I just think Mixon, I, I don't know. Mixon I, or I, Cup, I'd say. I feel, I, like Mixon, I, I feel like Mixon in the screen game and a rushing touchdown isn't crazy. As I said. That's true. I'm all over Jamar Chase this game, so what? wouldn't even, I wouldn't, plus 500, I wouldn't even sneeze at that. To score three or more, <laughs> Cooper Cup is plus a thousand. Jamar, oh God. Joe, Jamar Chase actually pulls even with Joe Mixon, plus twenty five hundred, and Joe Mixon plus twenty five hundred. I don't think any of those are likely, but I'd, yeah. I'd probably, I probably roll Mean Joe. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I don't think I'm I'd with you on that. I would yeah, still, I would if I was gonna bet, it, I would, I would still take Mixon. Same here on that one. If you had to pick someone who's gonna score three, yeah, yeah. All right, so this was crazy. I, I'd never seen a bet like this. So they give you three players, and the bet is that any two of these players will score a touchdown. Any combo of, of two of the three. Okay. Cooper Cup, Cam Akers, and Joe Mixon minus one thirty. That feels like it. That almost feels like it. That's easy. Yeah. Right. Minus one thirty uh, is like pretty. Yeah. Like that's not bad juice at all. Yeah, not at all. You th- you figure Cup and Mixon score. I mean, if, if anything, and maybe Cam Akers too. Um, yeah, Cup, and then the next one was Cup, Jamar Chase, and OBJ minus one ten. Mm. I feel would like you, that's would way you take more that of a one? long shot. No. Yeah, that, that's a tough one right there. Um, and then next one was Jamar, Odell, and T Higgins plus one seventy. I wouldn't Akers, take that one. Cam Akers, Sony Michelle, Tyler Boyd plus two seventy five. And then, wow, I'm surprised this isn't higher. Cooper Cup, Rams defense, and Bengals defense. So wow. basically, Cooper Cooper Cup with any defensive touchdown, basically, is plus 400. Would you take that bet? That, that no. one right there? That defensive one? That's no. that's crazy. Yeah, that's a, me either. That's a wild one right there. I, I would have thought it would have been like plus 1,000. That's what I would have thought, too. Because what are the odds? I mean, 
so what, what are the odds? Imagine even just getting two defensive touchdowns and Cooper Cup doesn't score. You know, oh, getting that, those. That two. would be way higher. Yeah. Yeah, way higher. So. Um. This one, I really this again. This is my Jamar Chase theory. Jamar Chase, 150 yards or more and one touchdown, plus a thousand. Say that again. Jamar Chase, plus 150 yards or more and one touchdown. I mean that. Although why, why, one, why wouldn't you roll? Plus. Why yeah, wouldn't you roll a couple bucks on that? I yeah, would. I, I, yeah, I agree. Um, so I, that was another one. There's there's a handful of these I actually like really want to take. That's good value. Like, I don't think that's going to happen, but, I mean, that's, like, tremendous value because it's not absolutely crazy. Right? Yeah, I don't think it's crazy at all. It's, yeah. like, three big catches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, like, one goes to the house. Like, that's not that crazy. Yeah. Um, all right. Teddy, this one's for you. Yeah. The Rams. Over, under, and sacks. Let's see. Drew's always gets the over and under in rounds in boxing. Let's see if he gets the over, under, and sacks. Uh... I don't know if that's too high. What I'm thinking. What are you thinking? Two, two, I was thinking three and a half initially, but I would say two and a half. What are you saying, Drew? This is this is team sacks, right? Yes. Um, I like three and a half. Yes, three and a half. So my okay, my initial thought was correct. The right. but it's not but the one Teddy, you said. But, so but doesn't Teddy, count. I know point, it's not. To your point, the under is minus one thirty-five. Okay. Uh, see, so three and minus three, to, yeah, minus three, three and, and a half, half. And everyone's fa- very much favoring the under. The under, and right? O- the yeah. Over, the over is plus one hundred five. Yeah, would I don't you, see would them. Would you guys take the? Would you guys say they're gonna get four more sacks? No, I don't think so. I think they get right at two and a half. Or this three. is the Rams, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think they get um, three max. No, I think they get four. Okay. Plus one hundred five. So we're saying so. I mean, he got sacked nine times by the Titans defense. We don't okay. think you all, you, that's you, fine. Wow, yeah, that's but wild. If, you, if if you listen to the Bengals O line, some of their comments this week, they said they they threw that game away, man. They they but buried Teddy, that videotape. Huh. But Teddy, <laughs> if you think if you think the Bengals I, I just be- I just think too much of Aaron. Don- I mean, no, I mean, I justifiably so. I just I, I think, can't I just can't see Donald. Teddy, if you him. think that the Rams are going to be way ahead and Burrow's going to be back to pass like fifty times, like yeah, that, that's that, true. That's be, true. No, you're right. You you're re- right. You really would take that wow. over. No, you're right. You're right. Okay, um, more sacks. The Rams or the Bengals or the tie? Rams minus 225, Bengals plus 310, or tie plus 450. Say that again? The Rams are favored at minus 225 to have the most sacks. Yeah. The ba- the Bengals are plus 310 to have the most sacks, and the tie is plus 450. Yeah, I mean, I'd roll Rams. Rams, too. I, the only reason I put that one in there is just in case my weird scenario where, like, it's a weird game script and, like, it's just a bunch of, like, things you wouldn't expect. Um, now, this is players to record one full sack. Aaron Donald. Yes. Minus 200. No. Plus 165. Yes. Yes. Yeah, minus 200. Um, I, I honestly wouldn't feel comfortable taking it either way. Cause you figured that all of the, all, all of the focus is going to be on him, right? Yeah, but he's going to find a way. <coughs> Pro- probably. Yeah. Will. Um, all right. Here, here's the other, here's the other guys that they had. 
Ashawn Robinson plus 650, BJ Hill plus 250. I think he was the next closest one to Aaron Donald. DJ Reader plus 500. Oh, I'm sorry. What's Von uh, Miller at? Leonard Floyd was plus 130. Sam Hubbard plus 150. Von Miller. I'm sorry. You're right. Von Miller was minus 150. That one okay. I like more than Aaron Aaron Donald. Yeah, I, I like Von too because he'll just because of that D line taking up all that pressure, uh, all that you know. Attention. Oh, Trey Hendrickson is minus 125, so he was the next year. Oh, no, Von Miller and then Trey Hendrickson. Hendrickson's I, a good one, too, for Cincinnati. But uh, yeah, Von, Von Miller or uh, Floyd, I think, is would be a good bet, too. Yeah, I, I like both of those as well, Teddy. Um, and then Troy Reader was plus 600. Um, all right, another one for the Bengals. Two of us took the Bengals to have more turnovers. Another player prop. Mike Hilton. To make an interception. The former Steeler. Plus 600, yes. Minus 1,000 to no. I'm going to say no. Yeah. yeah I mean, no, you would no. think no, but I, I just like I just like the line. I, I think it's interesting. Yeah, throw, throw, throw a few uh, shekels on that. Yeah, um, and then I know you're you're going to ask next about, um, about Jalen Ramsey, right? Right, yeah, I was going to say that. He is the most likely in the game as per these. Oh, no, I take take that back. He's plus 550 to have an interception. Who's, Jesse, who's the favorite, Eli Apple? No, Jesse Bates and Logan Wilson are both plus, both plus 500. Interesting. Yeah, um, which is, yeah, it's super interesting. Um, okay, back, back to my regularly scheduled props. Is there a prop for, like, overall turnovers besides, uh, intercept, like, fumbles or? The, there is. Or interceptions I, 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 I for or Stafford. It. Yeah, you, okay. Um, and then from here, just a couple wild ones. So that, those are my serious ones. Here's a couple more wild ones. First missed field goal. Wide left plus one fifty, wide right <laughs> plus one fifty. That's an actual prop bet. Wow! Hits a post or a crossbar plus three fifty. Short plus eight hundred. Blocked plus sixteen hundred. My my man Matt Gay wide left. Yeah right. I I, I, I wouldn't touch it, but I I just found I that touch super interesting. Yeah. Um. Then another thing I was shocked that they had futures on next year's Super Bowl champion. The the leaders in the Who's clubhouse. Favorites? You guys get two guesses. Ooh ooh ooh, Teddy, you go first. Ooh ooh. F- uh, the favorites, the t- two favorites, or what? AFC, NFC. Uh, whatever you want to do. There's no rules. On I think podcast. I think the I think the Rams will be favored again. If I had to guess, the Rams, if they keep this team together in Odell and uh, on the AFC side, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, Kansas City again. True. <sighs> oh, God, I pride myself in this stuff. Um, <laughs> it's got to be Kansas City again. I'm going to say Rams-Bills. Ooh, Bills, that's a good one. You both nailed it. So nice. The, the Chiefs and the Bills are both plus seven hundred. Okay. And the Rams are plus a thousand. Okay. Who's the se- Who's the second favorite NFC team after the Rams? You ready for this? 
Yeah, oh, yeah. no, no, wait, hold on. Hold wait, wait, on. We hold on. This. Hold on. We got to guess this. Hold, <laughs> hold on. on. Hold on. This is yeah, super yeah, yeah. fun. We both got to figure this one out. Hold on here. 49ers. No, okay, you're, you're, that's your guess? 49ers? 49ers. I, I love that. I love. I don't 49ers. Know I that, uh, give me, let's see. I'm thinking of these teams. It depends with Rodgers, too. But he's a, he always chokes, so it doesn't even matter. Sure does. <laughs> yeah. give, me, give, me, give me the 49ers as well. Bang, bang. Niners! Yes. Bang, bang, bang not a, Give me more. Give me more. You know what it is? Tied it's tra- with, tied with, who are they tied with on the NFC side? Oh, oh God. Wow. Oh, God. Dallas right. Cowboys? <sighs> it's Trey that, time in the Bay, baby. Trey time. Oh, that's going to make me so mad if it's the Cowboys. Um, No, you know it's the Eagles. Come on. Jalen Hurts, baby. <laughs> it's the Giants. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Um... I'm gonna say the Cardinals. I'm gonna go wild, even though I'm gonna I'm gonna assume these came out before uh, Kyler Murray unfollowed everybody on the <laughs> Cardinals organization. Cowboys. Ah, wow. Let's, hey, let's go. Fire. Yeah, let's that go. makes sense. Whatever. It fuck does, it. though. It you does. Guys, you guys were you guys leapfrogged a team. There was another AFC team sandwiched in between there that was second behind the well, I guess third behind the Chiefs and the Bills. Oh yeah. Um, oh, is it, is it can't be the bang. I mean, is, are the Bengals going to be favored again? I, I, I guess, right? Uh, um, what about what about Baltimore? Yeah, I was going to say probably the Ravens. Well, you guys are just on fire. Because Ravens go. It was the Bengals at oh. plus twelve hundred, and then oh, the Ravens, and the next AFC team was the Ravens at plus <laughs> nice. eighteen hundred. Oh, right. it's so good. I feel like the AFC North now is going to become this who's going to win it every year type of deal. So, yeah, and then just to round it out, the Packers were plus 1,500. The Broncos, because that they're rumored where that's where Aaron Rodgers is going to go, plus 1,800. Wow, that's a shocker. Um, and then it kind of waterfalls from there. Um, yeah. The Chargers at plus 2,500 grabbed my eye. That's, I was, that, I was yeah, it's a good bet. That's and and the bet. Colts at plus 2,500. Like, those teams are, are set up to win. Right? Those are just to get to the Super Bowl, right? No, this is to win it all. To win it all, okay. okay. Win it all. Yeah. Um, the only other prop bet I pulled, because I'm pretty sure Drew's prediction is that the Rams are going to blow him out. So, you know what? Let me save this until Drew's prediction. And even if Drew doesn't predict this, then I'll, I'll, I'll cite this later. But this is my last prop bet. Why don't we get to the predictions Wait, and, then, yeah. and we'll yeah, go uh, from there. My bad, Jordan. I was going to say before, we, uh, are, we, are we picking uh, – can we just touch on the spread for this game? It's. It's. I just want to say one thing. The, that, that's yeah. where I was going next. Okay, uh, then I'll let you say it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'll I was going to save, we'll save it until after our predictions. Yeah. Got it. We'll save it. Okay. I won't All say right. anything. I'll go first. You care, guys care if I go first? You go. Do it. You go. Do it. <sighs> I think that the Rams blow out the Bengals. I, I think – I think the legend of Joey B comes doesn't come to the end, obviously, because I think he's going to be great. But I think uh, hits a I brick think, wall. I think that unblemished record. Yeah, I do. I I just don't. I I don't think the Bengals will be able to keep to those keys. I think they're going to have too many three and outs because of the the defensive line, and I think that's just going to put the Rams in just a lot of advantageous uh, offensive possessions. That I think they're going to score. They're going to score a lot, and I, I just think the Bengals are going to be playing from behind and you know being forced to make mistakes and um, and be a little bit out of character. So I think that I think that's how the game will play out. I, it'll probably be close, like the first quarter. You know, they'll be feeling each other out, like a lot of Super Bowls sometimes tend to do. 
And then I think the Rams are just going to have like a monster second quarter to where they're up like, you know, three scores by halftime. Uh, and that's kind of why I thought that Odell, like I thought Odell was, was so key against the 49ers on third downs and making huge catches and big, and you know, and making big timely effective catches for them. I just, I don't know that the Rams are going to be in a lot of those positions this week to where, you know, it's going to feel like he's having the impact because there's not going to be, you know, a clutch third and three that, that Stafford's got to pick up here to get it done. So uh, I'm going to pick the Bengal. Or I'm going to pick the Rams to win. I think they win 38-24. Nah, 38. I think it ends up being like 38-27 will be the final. Mm. But I, I don't think it's, I don't think that score is indicative of how much of a gap there will be in the game. All right, so this is perfect because this was my last prop bet. They they give you alternate spreads. Drew, the highest you can go, at least on this site, for the Rams of minus nineteen. <laughs> I would take the, I would ta- I would take the, I, I would I would take the Bengals getting nineteen plus yeah. f- plus four seventy five for the Rams. I would feel comfortable going as high as eight. Okay, so you said eleven, so that's plus two ten if the Rams. Win by so say ten and a half, yeah. plus one ninety. Yeah, eight is plus one sixty. Okay, hmm. the yeah. actual line is four. Four, right? But yeah. if they do, if if you take eight Rams minus eight, it's plus one sixty. And do, do you have the stat on that uh, on the Bengals with the spread? Do you know? Oh no, I do not. All right, so my the, the stat I had was the Bengals in their last seven games against the spread are seven and zero. Oh. Against the spread. Oh, Los, Los Angeles is four and three against the spread in the last seven. So, can the Bengals make it eight straight? It's plus four. They're plus four. Will they cover the spread? Drew saying no, but that's an. I saw that, and that's an interesting stat to me. They're seven and zero oh in their last seven against the spread. Interesting. Good. Uh, do you want, me, you want me to go? Yeah, I don't care. Sure. So, initial thoughts right after the NFC Championship games. And as the week progressed, was exactly what Drew said. I my initial thoughts were this is going to be a blowout. Uh, there's no shot that the Bengals can keep up with the firepower of the Rams. The Rams have been so high scoring in these playoffs, and and just defensively they've been so great. I was just wondering how is Cincinnati going to defend these guys. Uh, the more I do- I dove into this game and and found some more stats and did analysis. Um, the fact that the Bengals have covered their last seven spreads, they've been down big against Kansas City, came back. Uh, you know, they pulled that out against Tennessee. There's just some kind of intangible that Joe Burrow has. Uh, it's the Joe Burrow factor right here. So I think that although I'm going to pick the Rams to win this game, I think it's going to be a closer game than we expect. I think the Bengals are going to attempt a comeback that's just going to fall short in the end. Uh, so I still think they'll cover the spread. So my final score is going to be the Rams 30, the Bengals 27. So technically the Bengals will have still covered that plus four. But the Rams are going to win this thing just because I think that um, I think at the end of the day, Matt Gay, a field goal is going to be the difference in that one. It's going to be a closer game than we think. And I think McVay is going to make some kind of like blunder, coaching blunder, to get Cincinnati back in this game to where you think, oh, my God, Cincinnati's going to pull this out. But I think Donald and those guys are just going to come up big and make a play at the end of the day. Give me the Rams 30-27 to 27 in this one. Okay, so my analysis is similar to Drew's. When I, when I rationally sit down and think about it, I think it's going to be close-ish, 
the Rams start to pull away. They keep him a stiff arm. And then it's a little bit of a tug of war where, like, the Bengals act like they're getting close, and then they don't. And then they, maybe they'll get close, then they don't. Teddy, I like your analysis, too. That makes a ton of sense. I'm going to go against my rational side, and I'm going to just totally embrace the irrational side because <laughs> I've been wrong all year. So I'm going against myself. I have the Bengals winning in a game script that I cannot describe. I, I feel like <laughs> it's just one of those games where, like, I can't believe this is what's happening in the Super Bowl. There's, like, a ton of field goals, a ton of punts. Like, what's going on? Teams aren't really scoring. Teddy, it was an interesting stat. I had my final score picked out because I, I just felt like it's going to be, like, a weird final score. I couldn't pick myself to pick somebody with 22 points or 19 points or 18 points. I just couldn't do it. Um, so I didn't. But the whole 30 points thing was funny. I, I think that... Like I said, there's a bunch of field goals. I don't think either quarterback lights it up. I feel like Jamar Chase is the star of the game. He has a huge game. It's the Jamar Chase home, uh, uh, like uh, breakout performance. I'm going to say the Bengals win this by two, 25-23. Uh, Evan McPherson, who I just keep calling him L. McPherson in my head every time that they show E. McPherson. That's Shooter, Shooter McPherson, baby. I just, I just, I don't know. I can't, I don't know why. I just have this weird feeling that, like, the, how Love did the it. Bengals win those first two playoff games? Or not the first two, but the other two playoff games. It's like, I don't know. It was weird. Like, how did, how, like, I, those game scripts were weird. I don't know. Love I, it. I just, I just feel like Jamar Chase does his thing. Uh, the Bengals, somehow, Joey B does it again in, in, kind of like not thrilling fashion i guess the like the score will be thrilling but like not lighting it up fashion february and, joe yeah we're just sitting here just like that was a weird game but wow that was close the Bengals are awesome jamar chase is awesome and they they like win by less than a field goal i think That's- i speak from drew too when i say i think we hope that cincinnati pulls this out but it's you know that's an awesome pick. I, I love yeah. that you went that I way. I want the Rams and I don't, to win. And I, I don't want the Rams to win because of my <coughs> my wife's cousin. I want I right. want the Rams to win. And and obviously I, he'll I, be wearing a two beers podcast hat after in the locker room after if they win. <laughs> my yeah, because the NFL would let that happen. Um, my they're gonna my, they're gonna they're gonna for, they're gonna tell the guy what hat he can wear. Are you serious? They Come do on. that all the time. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Especially after they specifically like Come print, on. Them, print them out. Super Bowl hats. Come on, in the locker room, not on the field. In the locker room, post game, when they're all, you know. Are you you yeah, are on. you are come you on. drunk? Come on, come on. <laughs> he might bro. be, bro. Come that's on. like those. Bro. That's why I guarantee, when they put the goggles on to spray the champagne, you'll see a big fat Oakley written across the corner. The bottom. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see a big fat two beers podcast hask podcast hack. Yeah, going on he's drunk. There. Um. <laughs> yep. He's. And it, by the way, and I don't. I don't think it's. It's going to be the case where the Bengals. I'm not. It's not the high-powered Rams offense. Type. Like I. I just think the defense is just going to just pin Cincinnati back deep right. in the other side of the field. That like. I think you the know, Bengals defense ends up being game and like kind of like weird Matt Stafford, not shitty Matt Stafford, but like weird, weird Matt, Matt Stafford. Stafford pops out and is like, Matt, what are you doing? 
God and, forbid. Can you imagine, imagine he throws a pick six to like Eli Apple and they lose? Like, Ted, would you even be able to show your face on this podcast next week? <laughs> I think I, I could, but I wouldn't hear the end. I wouldn't hear the end. Be like, listen, guys, I get it. I, I get it. I yeah, get it. Tart couldn't catch it. the ball, but Eli Apple could. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> It'll be like, yeah, the Rams will be up by like five, and for some reason McVay will have them throwing the ball, and yeah. Stafford will throw an absurd like quick, quick pick six, God. and that'll end the game. God. Oh, jeez. Um, oh, this is good. Any any closing uh, closing thoughts here, boys? Before we, uh... yeah, the halftime show. I'm pumped up for that. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I just want the halftime show to be good. Uh, I'm worried that they're just going to bust out, like, all the curses, and then they're going to have to, like, be yeah. like, hey, bleh, bleh, and, I hate bleh, that. Bleh. And then it's they're going to be, like, cutting away to showing, like, random fans. That, I like, feel like they have and... to they, they have to talk to those guys ahead of time, be like, listen, guys, we got to have a happy medium there, or, like, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, It's on I, network television, you know, they're going to beat out I whatever. I but... and and, like... I could see, honestly, I feel like Dr. Dre and Snoop are like cooler heads will prevail, but I feel like Eminem and Lamar might be like the wild cards. It'd be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're just going to say what we want to say because it's the Super Bowl and this is our chance. Well, the, hey. I'll tell you, the promo, like not, not the show. Promo one. gets me, get, gives me goosebumps. Have you, seen, have you seen like up. a three minute long one? Yes. I get, yeah, I that, I get, yeah. I get Joe sent me up. that when it came out. I was like, bro, this is great. Um, but yeah. people, no, but people need to stop respecting the uh, the J Lo Shakira uh, halftime show. Oh, saying, I love like, their halftime. Saying show. like, oh man, finally we got a good show. Like, I was very, very tuned in and attentive to that halftime. Well, me too. But, but so. listen, there's been a lot of good. Halftime there's been some shows. good Let's ones. Be honest, like there's been yeah. good ones, but there's like, also there been this, ones that fell flat. So there was. Yeah. Well, look, they had the Janet uh, Jackson one where her boob fell out. Yeah, and so then they wardrobe went to malfunction. Bunch, they, they went to a bunch of like old crusty white guys just to be safe <laughs> and then like after that after they kind of like got out no they've been, been kind of toned they've been very toned down for the most part i mean listen the, I, I still say the best one i ever saw was when Katy perry rode that 30 <laughs> foot tall dragon yeah. and rode it from one one end zone to the other end zone and i was just like she's performing <laughs> 40 feet in the air yeah. Going across the whole field. Like, that's incredible. What about Lady Gaga? She had a whole thing going, too. I don't know. Justin Timberlake's was amazing. Oh, uh, yeah. That was, you know like, who's like, bad? They lit up the whole city, like, for 10 blocks in purple. Like, that he, was He awesome. was good. He was good. I, I thought there's he been a couple duds. He was in the crowd singing. Like, there's been like, a couple yeah. duds recently. The The weekend wasn't that good. Um, that's true. Uh, Maroon 5 was horrible. That was probably one of the worst ones uh, I've ever true. seen. Yeah. I can't so, stop the feeling. Uh, listen, I'm a big, I'm a known big rock, heavy metal, classic rock type guy. I enjoyed when they had Bruce Springsteen, Tom Petty, The All Who, the white Prince. Guys. Yeah, yeah, but but they were good though. I mean, th that, that was, was good. But Prince was wild. That wasn't Prince that in was Miami good. in the in rain. In the rain, in the rain. Yeah, that was iconic. Yeah. Yeah. So I I enjoyed the rock, but for me, it's football. Football to me, I mean, you need. I don't know why they've never done this in the history of the Super Bowl. You need a band like my guys, Metallica. How has ACDC never done a, a Super Bowl? I've been saying that for like pretty much 30 years of my life that yeah, we need one I, of these I bands agree. out there. Like, like but if you can't get into like ACDC or like Metallica. I understand why they don't do it because they're trying to cater to the casual fan and millions of people that never watch football are watching this. You need to have the pop performances. 
But the fact that they're doing this, Eminem, Dr. Dre, I said it to you guys, 1999 to 2003, Teddy is jacked up because Eminem <laughs> was my guy for like a for about eight years there, oh, from yeah, like late 90s. Everybody's guy. We anyway, all was Dre. in high school, like exactly like 2000, college, like like the chronic 2000. Right. Anybody in our age bracket, you know, born in the mid to late 80s is excited for this, and we can't wait. So I, I hope it's a good show. I really hope it's good. I hope it's good, too. I, I'm hoping they they don't go off script <coughs> and, like, have some kind of off-color comments where they got to, like, yeah. censor them. And- what do you uh- – what do you boys actually should have thought about that? What are you guys doing for the Super Bowl? Teddy, you're probably having some big, like, so- sausage factory <laughs> at your house, right? Sausage No, I was originally <laughs> going to have some people over, but uh, I'm going to be at my cousin's house. And it's, it's funny you mentioned that uh, after you guys say your plans. What do you guys think is the top thing, snack, or, or food you have to have at a Super Bowl party? For me, it's got to be wings. i got to have some wings there. What do you guys think? Ooh, I love having wings at the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I don't even – I'm going to be at my house. There may or may not be people here. There probably won't. Um, Does tequila count? You know, you know, this is going to sound odd, but my, my older sister brought this up like 10, 12 years ago. And it's been a staple ever since she brought it up because it's so true. But the plain nacho Doritos. I was going to say Doritos! I was going to no- say Doritos! The, the red bag Dorito. or the, the red bag? Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, just, just your regular straight up nacho. Dorito. That's why we're the two it's beers such, podcast. Such a oh, I'm a cool, man. I'm a cool got, ranch gotta guy. I, I I'm gotta a, go ahead. Nah, you get, would be a cool ranch. I gotta go you gotta have the blue one. bag. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I what are the odds? What are the odds? We both go I, Doritos. I love cool ranch. And oh, like, Doritos. I probably buy three, maybe four bags of Doritos. Love and, it. Probably three bags of Doritos a year. And we're the two best friends that anyone could have. But yeah, it's. Um, the the cherry Pepsi is a close second. Um, nice. Just depends how many beers you want to slam, but um, yeah, the Dorito, the wings is a good one. Uh, the uh, the pigs in a blanket, the 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 mini weenies wrapped in the crescent rolls. That's oh, with some hot awesome. brown mustard, man. Oh, yeah, spicy brown some mustard. I always go with the, with the honey mustard myself. I like that too, but spicy brown for that. Give me spicy. Uh, a brown. frozen pizza at halftime, just to just to keep it quick, and maybe if you're still hungry. Um, it wing, like like you said, Teddy wings, and then um, that's about so it. Guess, it. Subs, uh, you know, uh, you know, a large like six foot sub if, is always if, a good if, thing too. If you're too. somewhere with a group, yeah, big sub yeah. is, is if you good. Have a group, but, like, yeah, I'm probably just gonna be by myself, you know, just busting oh, around. So pop in a frozen pizza, have some Doritos, you're good to go, man. Yeah, yeah, and the wings, maybe the wings in the yeah. air fryer, maybe make my right. little sauce. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's good. What do you? What well, about was, you, Drew? I, I don't know what I'm doing, if anything. That was kind of my secret way of saying, hey, so this is like a fucking epic game we're recording directly after, right? We're going to post Monday morning. <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure if that'll be feasible, I guess. So, Yeah, we'll see. Well, we'll see. it's going to be an all-day extravaganza for me because Daytona 500, too. So I got I really got to think of something. Gotcha, gotcha. Maybe I'll just, throw just, something just in just the crock pot. Either way, either way, you'll have one more go for two at least next Woo! week. Well, we're going to... We're going to culminate, just like the golf did, golf did on prom night pretty quickly. Uh, we'll try to go a little climax. bit longer. Yep. And uh, we'll talk about the game, who won, some uh, some thoughts about next season, and we'll go from there. So until next time, boys, I bid you adieu. Big kisses. Good talk. See you out there. On any given Sunday, you're either going to win or you're going to lose. <laughs>